0: Hello and welcome to Maggie's Running Podcast. I'm Maggie Cooper. Now, uh, for those of you who uh, used to listen to my podcasts um, when I was doing them regularly, you may wonder why there has been such a big gap. Um, I look back and I was horrified to find that, in fact, it was 2017 when we last did a podcast. Um, And the main reason for that, well, there were a couple of reasons. One is that we were both very, very busy. And um, it's quite time consuming doing the podcast and especially trying to find time to do them. Together became uh, really a big barrier to to, to doing them. And secondly, as you uh, may remember, I did have um, injury. I had plantar fasciitis, and it just took me such a long time to get over that. And although I was doing some running, it was never really at a level that I wanted it to be at. And so, um, you know, it was very difficult then to talk about running when I wasn't really doing that much running, or certainly not running of any any substance. So um, so that's why there was a a break, not because I really stopped running or there was any particular problem, but just because it was um, it was very difficult really to fit it in. Um, but I wanted to start um, doing the podcast again and uh, and giving a little bit of an update on, on how things are and and what what our thinking is and how the running is going and, and just some um, maybe some maybe fresh insights, um, especially now um, I'm in my fifties and I, and I think that there are differences um, between running you know when you're younger and when you're older and I think that the the experience and the knowledge that I've gained um, is probably quite quite useful um for anybody who wants to run whether you're starting out running or whether you've been running for ages or um you know wherever you're you're at i think there's there's useful insights and things to be learnt from from one another Um, at the end of the the last podcast the last one was really about um, diet it was quite interesting listening back Um, we were talking about um, the really about a low carb diet and um, maybe increasing the amount of um, fat in in our diets and, and and peter had gone on a Uh, really quite a low carb diet for some time and had lost an awful lot of um, weight um, and and feeling feeling great and in fact I I had done that diet um, myself to to some extent maybe not quite so so, um, religiously as you want to say but um, and I had also found it to be quite beneficial. But at the time of the last podcast, I think that I had sort of started to eat more carbohydrates. It was interesting listening back to find that I hadn't been that well. Whereas now I think that I'm a bit more conscious really about not eating too much sugary stuff. And i um still trying to eat more, more fat than I sort of would have done when I was maybe in my 20s and 30s. Um, and I have actually felt a lot better. I don't really remember the last time I was um, ill, particularly uh, with a cough or cold or anything, which is kind of ironic in this time when we're um, all in um, worrying about coronavirus. So um, I, I feel that there's has been a lot of benefits to, um, particularly for me, for increasing the amount of fat in my diet Um, and I would say that my diet is is a lot more balanced it's not that I really eat very low carb I I, I certainly don't but um, I don't also don't eat really really high carb so um, whereas before I think I did I ate a lot of pasta and and cake and you know that type of um, uh, high high carb um, food so I just thought that was just an interesting um, interesting insight. So um, for, the, but for the rest of the podcast, I'm really going to talk about some of the um, other things which I have been doing, especially during these last um, couple of months with the running and, and really how things have um, been going. few months have been a bit strange for for all of us, I think. Um, With um, coronavirus, many of us having to stay at home. Certainly for for, uh, myself, uh, I haven't been able to do my um, proper job uh, because I haven't been able to travel and I need to travel for my job. Um, But I have been very busy with um, some community work and um, other bits and bobs. So I haven't been um, just sitting at home doing nothing, but I also have had more time than I would normally have. And for me, for the, for the running, this has been a fantastic opportunity. I felt I've been able to train. Almost sometimes I feel like oh, I'm training like a professional. Um, well, I'm not quite training like a professional, unfortunately. But um, but but it, certainly there's a lot more um, time in the day to to do stuff. I mean, I'm still having to do my proper job, but um, I can do that mostly online, so I'm not having to commute or anything like that, which is quite time consuming. So. Um, Well, it's been very good because um, our athletics club has been incredibly well organized and very um, motivational in terms of getting us um, doing activities um, during these weeks. And um, each week, we've had some sort of target, um, which, which would be around uh, certain training sessions, um, certain mileage, um, certain, um, you know, like hill sessions, or whatever it is, um, we've always had some sort of targets. And if, and if we meet that target, then we get put into like a, a prize draw each week, which is kind of quite exciting. And it, it's really good fun for the, for the kids. And we've also had other things, other competitions, like um, one week, we had um, a photo challenge where we had. To take um, a photo when we were running or um some one week there was somebody had to, we had to make um a video like a rocky style training video and that was really good fun the kids were like amazing came up with such good ideas for their um little videos Um, We had um, other challenges where we had to go to different places in our area and um, take a photograph of ourselves in those in those different places, which meant running like in places where we'd never run before. So that was really, really good because, you know, there were lots of places where I would just normally just run the same route every every single time. And then I had to go to new places and find new routes. and, And that was really, really good. Um, I'm not necessarily sure that I would uh, go out of my way to, to, um, to run somewhere that was so far away sometimes. So it was like, um, sometimes they were like 20 minute drive or something away and I don't really like to have to drive to, to go to my run. But on the other hand, it was, it was great to be somewhere different and sometimes in the countryside and, and it just, um, especially with the weather being really, really good. It was, it was really good fun to, to do those types of things. So one thing I think I learned really was that um, it, it's it's good to um, go outside sort of your comfort zone, whether that's in terms of um, doing new sessions or doing sessions in different places or whatever. But the, the thing that has been really difficult, though, is really running on, on our own or certainly on my own. Um, and maybe if you've got like a, a husband or wife or a child who, who can run with you, then it's, it's different. But there's really nobody else in my family who want to run. I mean, my son actually is quite... Um, quite good and quite able but he doesn't really want to do it and probably doesn't really want to do it with his mum either so um and actually if he does actually get any um do, do any running for any length of time he, he's very quickly faster than I am now so um it's, that's again is a little bit frustrating for me so um just having to do those sessions on my own has been quite hard but with the motivation of the club and being able to do um you know if because we know that that if you do the session you know you put it on Strava people see that um you get put in the draw at the end of the week you know all these types of things are kind of little motivations to to getting things done and it's really very much felt like um a family within our athletics club um people um all sort of rallying around each other supporting one another and that's been um just incredible really really good and the other thing that we have had is that we have had various um of these virtual races. So, for example, we had um a five kilometer time trial, or we had a three kilometer time trial. I think there was a one kilometer and a one mile as well. Um, so um we've we've run those. So um and I and I ha- I found them really hard uh, because I really don't like running those things on my own. I'm so, so competitive that um I kind of almost like need somebody else to to beat. Um, I'm just, I beat myself. It's like n- no fun in that. But trying to beat somebody else for some reason for me, that kind of spares me on. Um, but some of the kids, again, have just been absolutely incredible. Their times are amazing. And it kind of shows that like good consistent training really does pay dividends. But one of the things, the key things I wanted to say was um, about these um, different sessions that we've had to do. Yes, of course, they've contained sort of normal staples of a a long run or a tempo run of intervals or hills or, or whatever different types of sessions that you can think of. But they've also had, we've also had to include um, one, uh, two sorry, sessions of strength and conditioning. Um, and I haven't really done that much before. I, I think that one summer, maybe in 2016, I did a lot of, with the Nike Training Club. I did a lot of um, those types of exercises. But since then, I haven't done so much um, because, because it, it, well, for me, I find them quite boring. But um, also, they're quite time-consuming. Um, you think, well it would rather run for half an hour than do strength and conditioning for half an hour but actually i think that's probably a really bad attitude i think that in fact um you're much better off spending that half an hour doing some strength and conditioning um i mean obviously you don't want to miss too many runs but i'm just saying that i think it is really really important and it's interesting i was looking at you know we have something like 100 athletes or something like that on on our strava group and um very, very few have been injured. One or two I, I noticed, but really hardly anybody has been injured. And I think that that's because people have been doing their um, the strength and conditioning. Um, you know, th- those will be exercises like, um, and I have I have a list, I have a, a set which I do quite regularly that includes things like um, planks and um, hip raises and squats and lunges um I can't remember the more side planks so I hate side planks um but those those types of um exercises and um yeah they just they just really help you you know with that core stability um I've got things like um calf raises which are really quite good um for especially for my my ankles and stuff um, so um I think that has really made a difference and certainly I haven't been injured you know and, and I had that really massively long time off with plantar fasciitis so I really really didn't want to get injured and um and also it's, it's interesting and I think that it really is um paying off in terms of the uh, fitness so I feel fitter than I have for, for a long time and um, having struggled so much with doing those um, dreaded time trials on, on my own, I um, because the, the, the rules of social distancing or uh, meeting with other people have been relaxed a little bit, we were able to meet in a small group, um, trying to stay, obviously, some distance apart from each other, but, but actually being able to run um, fast together. Um, and um, so... Last week I kind of did one 5k on my own and I did it in just over 21 and a half minutes. But this week I was able to run like pretty much with somebody else and I was able to do it like a minute faster. And so it made me think, wow, that's really quite impressive, quite a, a lot, um, you know, able, able to get quite a lot more out of myself than I really thought was possible. So um, I think that all this um, running has really paid off. Um another thing is to to do with the 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 mileage and I think that um I've increased the amount of miles that I've done have been doing so I feel like stronger for longer um, uh I mean I don't want to overdo the mileage and I, I think that for me there is a really is a limit I think one week uh, quite early on, um, in maybe uh, in April, I went up to about 50 miles in one week or 80 kilometers. And for me, that was just a little bit too much. I'm now running around about 60 kilometers. I think it's like 30, 37 miles or something like that um, every week. Um, and that's probably about right for me. It was interesting. I le- listened to... Um, uh, like a, a webinar thing by um, a guy from South Africa called Coach Perry and he was specialising in, in training um, over 50s and he was like saying you don't want to train like you're in your 20s or probably like a, a teenager um, uh, because it's different for when you get older and you need that little bit more rest so I have been trying to be mindful of that in fact the exercises that I've done, been doing with the strength and conditioning came from his coaching um, his coaching. Um but I've also been mindful of like trying to have a little bit more of uh, rest days and really taking those rest days a bit more seriously and really trying not to do too much on those days um, because I think that your body does need time to recover. Well, that's probably about all for this week. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this um, update on the running and um, hopefully there'll be another podcast next week. Bye for now.